The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Most of us on Earth can look up into the heavens and see the moon. More than 40 years ago, the last of 12 American astronauts walked on the moon. Will mankind return to the moon? More than 50 years ago, on May 25, 1961, United States President John F. Kennedy set a goal for America that to many seemed impossible. Addressing the United States Congress, he said, quote, First, I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal, before this decade is out, of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth, end of quote. The United States space program recruited scientists and engineers. Industries produced the rockets, computers, and navigational equipment to succeed. On July 20, 1969, Neil Armstrong stepped out of the lunar module and proclaimed, that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. He and his colleague, Eugene Buzz Aldrin, planted the United States flag on the moon. Ten other American men walked on the moon in the next three years. Since then, no one has gone back. Will China be the next nation to send explorers to the moon? Will there be a moon colony in your lifetime? Will outer space become an exotic vacation destination? Or will space become a battlefield where warring nations seek military supremacy to gain greater power on planet Earth? What is our human destiny in space? You need to know. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. My friends, we human beings have always been fascinated by the heavens, and certainly we should be. As the psalmist wrote, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. That's Psalm 19, verse 1. Most of us are fascinated by space and the heavens, but we must realize that we are on a beautiful planet moving through space. Apollo astronaut Edgar Mitchell described his view of Earth from the moon. Suddenly, from behind the rim of the moon, in long, slow-motion moments of immense majesty, there emerges a sparkling blue and white jewel, a light, delicate sky-blue sphere laced with slowly swirling veils of white, rising gradually like a small pearl in a thick sea of black mystery. It takes more than a moment to fully realize this is Earth home. From our own spaceship, planet Earth, we look out into the peaceful heavens. Will human beings ever conquer space? What is the future of space and our universe? Will the heavens remain peaceful? Did you know that your Bible reveals a future time when a great war in the heavens will shake this Earth and all human beings on it? What does Bible prophecy reveal? We'll answer those questions on today's program and we'll be offering you an exciting free DVD that will help you prepare as those prophecies come to pass and give you understanding of our ultimate destiny in space. 
It's titled, End Time Prophecy and You. Be sure to write down the phone number and address to receive your free DVD. You can also request your free DVD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. With so many problems on planet Earth, why should we concern ourselves with outer space? My friends, it's no secret that military weapons designers are planning space-based lasers and particle beam weapons that are nuclear-powered. Listen to this, quote, More than 1,200 active satellites circle the globe. The lifeblood of modern military operations flows through many of them. In May, the United States Air Force announced a $5 billion budget to develop space-based offensive and defensive weapons. Other countries, too, are building capabilities on high. To win the next war, any great power will need to hold the ultimate in commanding heights. Yet there are other visions of our future in space, including space tourism. Quote, there's an alternate space race taking shape, one whose selling point is slow and serene. Worldview Experience, a Tucson, Arizona operation, intends to be the first to take customers to 100,000 feet or 19 miles for 75,000 ahead. They project the maiden flight will take place by 2017, end of quote. What can explorers expect to find in space? For decades, popular culture has imagined space aliens discovering Earth's space travelers. Sometimes those aliens are thought benevolent and friendly. Sometimes, however, the aliens are just as violent and warlike as human beings. Do aliens exist? University of Cambridge astrophysicist Stephen Hawking thinks so, and he thinks we should be careful. Several years ago, Hawking warned that aliens might be, quote, looking to conquer and colonize whatever planets they could, end of quote. In 2015, Hawking expressed support for a new initiative to find intelligent aliens, yet he repeated his warning about the danger to humanity. He said, quote, if you look at history, contact between humans and less intelligent organisms have often been disastrous from their point of view, and encounters between civilizations with advanced versus primitive technologies have gone badly for the less advanced. A civilization reading one of our messages could be billions of years ahead of us. If so, they will be vastly more powerful and may not see us as any more valuable than we see bacteria." End of quote. Bacteria? My friends, the eternal God sees each of us as infinitely more valuable than that. Your Bible reveals the truth that a Savior from outer space will come to earth for its deliverance, peace, and prosperity. Bible prophecy describes the ultimate destiny for the earth, space, and the universe. My friends, will we find new opportunities in space in our day and age, or will we find dangers that will destroy planet earth? The truth is, your Bible reveals a glorious future for those who faithfully respond to God's calling. We'll discuss that glorious future later in the program. But first, I'd like to offer you this exciting free DVD, End Time Prophecy in You. This 85-minute DVD is packed with information and inspiring exhortation that will help you prepare for the times ahead. This DVD contains three Tomorrow's World programs on prophecy. They will open your eyes to exciting future events. You need this vital information from your Bible and you need to understand your ultimate glorious destiny in space. 
So pick up the telephone right now and request your free DVD, End Time Prophecy and You. Just ask for the free DVD on prophecy. You can also order your free DVD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. In the first part of our program, we considered mankind's interest in space. Military planners believe they need to master space in order to maintain their power on the ground. U.S. officials are aware of the international dangers. Quote, the Chinese have continued to test anti-satellite weapons since 2007. There have been additional tests since that time. The testing has continued so that it is an ongoing concern, something that we are watching. Knowledge is power, and we need ever-improved eyes in the sky, said Air Force Secretary Deborah Lee James. Europe also has space goals. In July 2015, the European Space Agency awarded a $385 million contract to Airbus Defense and Space in France to develop new spacecraft for interplanetary exploration. The agency's recently appointed head Professor Johann Dietrich Warner has revealed his ambition of setting up a village on the moon. My friends, can you imagine a colony of humans living on the moon? Professor Warner said, quote, We should look to the future beyond the International Space Station. We should look for a smaller spacecraft in low Earth orbit for microgravity research. And I propose a moon village on the far side of the moon. The Americans are looking to go to Mars very soon, and I don't see how we can do that. Before going to Mars, we should test what we could do on Mars on the moon." End of quote. How feasible is this? Even at its closest, Mars is more than 33 million miles away from the Earth, more than 140 times the distance between Earth and the moon. Yet Elon Musk, the billionaire founder of Tesla Motor Cars, thinks his SpaceX project can put explorers down on the planet Mars by 2025. Another organization, Mars One, plans to send travelers to Mars by 2027. But there's a catch. So far, the most prominent proposals for Mars travel involve a one-way trip. Who would want to spend the rest of his life or her life on Mars? The Mars One project received thousands of applications from eager volunteers and has whittled that group down to 100 finalists, from whom 40 will be selected for final training. Quote, those who made it through the interview stage showed they understood the risks involved 
and demonstrated a strong willingness to work in a team. The final 100 chosen come from around the world, with 39 from the Americas, 31 from Europe, 16 from Asia, 7 from Africa, and 7 from Oceania. A total of 40 candidates will eventually be chosen to take part in a training program and live in a copy of the Mars outposts on Earth. Mars One wants to put a permanent human settlement on Mars with the first crew of the four to reach the Red Planet by 2024 and the mission set to be turned into a reality TV show." End of quote. History has shown us that even peaceful competition and research can often lead to conflict and war. With major nations competing for their position in the heavens, who will win the space race? And what will it mean for our planet? Even the New York Times editorial board has acknowledged that this has become a vital concern for us today. In a recent editorial, the Times said, quote, of all the places where conflict could erupt, space might seem the least likely, except in movies. But increasingly, it is becoming a contested environment posing new dangers. The United States sees this as a vital security issue. Potential adversaries understand our reliance on space and want to take it away from us, a senior Pentagon official told Congress in March. And while everything from control of nuclear weapons to weather forecasting to cell phone use could be affected, the United States is not adequately prepared for a conflict in space with countries like China and Russia, he acknowledged. In the rest of our program, we'll see what your Bible reveals about humanity's destiny in space and a dramatic end-time encounter with a being from beyond space. But first, I'd like to offer you this informative DVD, End Time Prophecy in You. This inspiring DVD will give you understanding of prophetic events, culminating in the wonderful event of Jesus Christ's return to planet Earth to rule as King of Kings. You need this DVD, and you need to know your ultimate destiny in space. Be sure to request your free copy. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. What is the future of human exploration in space? Listen, my friends, the carnal governments of this world are preparing for war in space. Yet the book of Revelation in your Bible foretells an even greater war in the heavens. The great adversary, Satan the devil, is exposed in Scripture. He was defeated in an earlier attempt to take over God's throne. Will he make one last attempt to conquer God? If you have your Bible, turn to Revelation, the 12th chapter. One of the greatest space wars in history will yet take place before Christ returns. This will be a battle between God's angelic army and Satan's demonic army. Revelation 12 and verse 7. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. This event will signal an end-time sequence of events leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. 
Satan will lose that war in heaven. He will be so angry that he will direct his wrath toward physical human beings. How will you know that a great space war has taken place? God's warning continues in Revelation 12, verse 12. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Satan the devil will cause great tribulation on earth. He will influence billions through a great false prophet who will teach a false religion that will call itself Christianity, yet will in fact teach a false Christ. You can read about that in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 13. This great false prophet will even call down fire from space, as we read in Revelation 13, verse 13. Before Christ returns, the armies of this world will gather at Har Megiddo, a little more than 50 miles north of Jerusalem, to mass their forces for a final great assault. Does Har Megiddo sound familiar? It's the Hebrew basis for our English word Armageddon. Your Bible in the book of Revelation describes six trumpet events at the end of this age when God will bring down His judgment upon rebellious nations. The last three of the trumpets will announce major phases of World War III as the world's armies rise up under the direction of the beast in direct opposition to the true God. The sixth trumpet will introduce a massive military attack as eastern powers will march toward the Middle East. Revelation 9, verse 16. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was two hundred million. I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. The Apostle John in Revelation saw these events in vision. He described what he saw using the words he knew. John had no words for helicopter gunship or space-based laser cannon platform. When you read these Revelation 9 descriptions, do they call to your mind images of mankind's most powerful weaponry? some we may already know about, and some that may not yet be known? My friends, you will need to trust God for protection during these dangerous times ahead. During the time of Satan's wrath, during the Great Tribulation, Jesus spoke about in Matthew 24, verses 21 through 22, Satan attacks the main body of God's church. But God protects the woman or the church in the wilderness, as it tells us in Revelation 12, verses 13 through 16. Satan then attacks the remnant of God's church, true Christians who, notice this, keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Thank God that Satan will have only a short time before he is bound and cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. You can read about that judgment in Revelation 20, verses 1 through 3. But you need to pray and watch and understand the prophesied space war that lies ahead. In the next part of our program, we'll see what your Bible reveals about a dramatic end-time encounter with a being from beyond space, and how Christ will intervene to put an end to a global war 
that would otherwise extinguish all life on planet Earth. A great final war will end this present age as the world's military powers fight against an invader from outer space. We'll discuss that battle in the conclusion of our program, and we'll see what the Bible reveals about humanity's ultimate destiny in space. But first, to help you in your study of Bible prophecy and your understanding of the last book in your Bible, I'd like to offer you this exciting free DVD, End Time Prophecy in You. This DVD is packed with information and inspiring exhortation that will help you prepare for the times ahead. This DVD is free of charge and contains three Tomorrow's World telecasts on prophecy. You need to know your ultimate destiny in space, and you need to know the sequence of prophetic events that Jesus Christ revealed in your Bible. You need this DVD. There's no cost or obligation. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free DVD, End Time Prophecy in You. Just ask for the free DVD on prophecy. You can also order this free DVD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. As we saw earlier in our program, Some are concerned about the danger of alien invasion from space. When Christ returns, not everyone will accept Him as their Savior at first. Some will fear Him as an alien invader, come to take away their power. My friends, can you imagine a combination of all the nation's military power being unleashed against Christ as He descends from heaven? That's what the Apostle John describes in Revelation 19, verse 19. And I saw the beasts, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. And what will be the result of that battle? Revelation 19, verse 17. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both small and great. My friends, Christ will utterly conquer all those nations that oppose Him. Not the United States, not China, not Europe. Rather, it is Jesus Christ who will win the space race. He has all power in the universe. As it tells us in Hebrews 1 and verse 3, Christ upholds all things by the word of His power. Or as the Moffat translation states it, 
He sustains the universe by His word of power. The RSV states, He is upholding the universe by His word of power. In Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 8, God reveals our ultimate destiny in space. God reveals that He has put all things in subjection under His, mankind's feet. That's quoted from Psalm 8. He further reveals the astounding destiny of human beings in Hebrews 2, verse 8. For in that He put all in subjection under Him, He left nothing that is not put under Him. God will give faithful Christians all things. In the Greek, that is ta panta, literally, the all. The lexicons state that this meaning includes everything that exists, all that is seen, and all that is unseen. In the absolute sense, ta panta means the universe. In fact, in the Weymouth translation, Hebrews 2.8 is translated, for this subjecting of the universe to man. Very plainly, my friends, faithful Christians will inherit the universe. That's our ultimate destiny in space. Notice, however, the last part of verse 8. But now we do not yet see all things put under Him. When will we inherit all things? When we're born into God's kingdom at the resurrection, described in 1 Corinthians 15 and 1 Thessalonians 4. What did Jesus promise faithful Christians? First of all, He told us in Matthew 5, 5, that blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. As we've seen in previous programs, the King of Kings will return to this earth and set up Jerusalem as world capital. Not only will faithful Christians rule the nations as kings and priests, as it tells us in Revelation 5.10 and Revelation 2.26, but we will also inherit the universe. Turn in your Bible to Revelation 21 and verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. God reveals that his born-again children at the resurrection will inherit all things. That includes all the galaxies in space. That includes the magnificent universe. That is our destiny in space. My friends, we look forward to the ultimate future of peace on earth, peace in space, and peace in the heavens. Revelation 21 reveals that the new Jerusalem will ultimately come to earth from heaven. The Apostle John describes this setting in Revelation 21, verse 1. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Yes, a glorious future lies ahead for glorified human beings, reborn as members of God's family, ruling over the heavens and the earth with a peaceful rule of power and majesty unlike any of the world's most brilliant space explorers today can even begin to imagine. May God help you to prepare for that awesome destiny. You need to know more in detail about Bible prophecy, and our exciting free DVD, End Time Prophecy and You, will give you that information and help you in your study of Bible prophecy and help you understand your ultimate destiny in space. Be sure to request your free copy. Just call the number on your screen or contact us through our website, tomorrowsworld.org. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. We'll continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, special perspectives and insight on vital biblical topics, and exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. 
So be sure to join us again next week, right here at the same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.